Welcome to the Fine Art of Real Estate, a weekly podcast hosted by real estate agent Cynthia Wallersheim from M3 Realty in Elm Grove, Wisconsin. In each episode, she will feature an expert in real estate, real estate investing, and the fine art of negotiating a real estate transaction, taking a more creative approach within the real estate world for both sellers and buyers. Hey everyone, my name is Jake Lang, and if my voice or name sounds familiar, It's probably because you just finished listening to episode one of the Fine Art of Real Estate podcast, and I was Cynthia's first guest. But in addition to that, I am also producing this podcast. And since the future episodes of this podcast are going to be mainly focused on Cynthia interviewing uh, other folks in the real estate industry, we wanted to take this chance in episode two and learn a little bit more about who Cynthia is. So in this episode, we flip it around, and I become the interviewer, and I ask her a few questions, and hopefully that gives you all a little bit more insight into who she is. So without further ado, enjoy the episode. Hi, Cynthia. How are you? I'm good. Hi, Jake. How are you? I'm doing well, really well. Um, So the first question I had for you is uh, we're sitting in the M3 Realty conference room here, and and, uh, that was a recent move for you to this company. And I was just wondering if you could tell me a little bit about, you know, the backstory of how you got over here to this this, uh, office. Yes, it absolutely is a new move. I'm very excited to be here at M3 Realty, and I'm excited to be in Elm Grove. It is an office that is centrally located. I often travel, you know, to the east side, to Pewaukee, Brookfield, Wauwatosa, and it's sort of a central base for all my clients. But what I'm really excited about is that this company is – a family-owned business. It is, it's a boutique real estate firm, and it is a very client-centric company. Okay, yeah. So what do you mean by, you know, client-centric? Like, how is that different from, you know, maybe a, a different real estate office? Well, I came from two larger brokerage firms a few years back, and and they were great companies. I learned a lot. Um, they trained me well. They have a lot of um, bells and whistles, a lot of uh, support, you know, legally, so that all your contracts are done correctly, and so on. But being an experienced real estate agent now, I am more concerned about meeting my clients' needs. And a client-centric company, in my opinion, is a company that focuses its attention on its clients and not on the brokerage firm making profits. Not that there's anything you can't run a business without making a profit, but this company, M3 Realty, is more of an intimate boutique real estate firm that really, really cares about family relationships and building relationships as a realtor. Nice. Yeah, it seems like a really, really cool place. I've met a few other folks in this office here, and they're all pretty nice. So how long have you been here so far? I arrived here January 15th of 2022. Nice. And it was it, they have been just wonderful, and they're very friendly, um, very warm, very open, um, 
willing to help and train and and offer anything that they can. And all the agents work together really nicely, nice. which I love. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Good. Um, so I guess you've been hiring me now to take photos of some of your listings for at least a year, yeah. uh, maybe even a little, eh, probably about a year, I think. And uh, I've... Over that time, I've gotten to know you and your story a little bit, but could you tell me just a little bit more, uh, you know, how you got into real estate, how long you've been doing it, you know, you know, maybe did you have other jobs before real estate? Um, what do you do now? Is it strictly real estate? And just a little background so everybody kind of knows what you're all about and your history. Jake, do you want to put everyone to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> brief, brief history. Briefly, right? <laughs> um, well, I have a kind of a diverse background. I, um, I was an artist, and then I became an art dealer and was an art dealer for just a little less than 40 years. So now I'm dating myself. But the truth of the matter is that I loved every minute of it. I had a, a very strong company, about 75 artists that worked for me. And I was always doing, when I had my business, I was always doing my own real estate deals, buying proper commercial properties for our factories and for um, things that we needed for our business. So I felt I kind of had a knack for real estate, even though I didn't have a real estate license at the time. And then I... Um, someone came to me right before the crash in 2008 and offered uh, to buy my business. And I knew that the market was turning. I was seeing it with my clients, um, UPAF, Milwaukee Symphony, all these clients that were now suddenly finding funds tight. And this was, um, you know, right before the big bubble and the big crash. And I just knew that it was the time to sell. Nice. And yeah. then and then from there you got into into what you're doing now more, huh? Well, I I I tell this often, it's I thought I was going to retire and um just sort of enjoy my retirement. And I guess someone who's an A personality like I am, it's a little hard to do. And I read 45 books in 50 days. And then I said to myself, now what, Cynthia? What are you going to do now? And I somehow thought, oh, let's go into real estate. So that's kind of how I got into it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I can see like when we work together, you bring uh, some of that creativity with you still. You know, you do a lot of staging at your homes or even, you know, at a minimum, you're when we're taking photos, you're you're adjusting things to get the best shot, you know, so it's, that's pretty cool. Um, you know, and it, it definitely shows in the photos. Um, is there anything else that, you know, you do that you would say is, you know, unique to you, uh, for your clients or different from other agents? Well, I, I, I appreciate you saying that because, between the two of us, we both have a visual eye and we can see things that maybe sometimes often people can't, but both scale and balance and light and, and textures and so on. And what I offer a lot of my clients is um, 
All they need is sometimes a little help to move some furniture to showcase the room in a better light. Or sometimes they just need, I have a buyer right now that has openly said to me multiple times that I'm, I'm really excited to buy this house, but I know nothing about colors. I don't know what to pick. I don't know what to do. And I said, don't worry. When you're ready to start picking, come talk to me. Um, we'll go pick out colors. I'll help you with that. Because my ba- I'm very good with colors, and I'm very good with um, anything that is sort of visual. And so that's another key that I bring to my clients. Nice. Yeah, and I'd say, you know, I think you're being humble, too, because I think there's a lot of other things that you bring, you know. (laughs) Um, We did a client testimonial video for you a couple months ago, and we brought in some of your clients, and um, they all had such nice things to say about you. And one thing that was, like, universal across them is how, you know, you were very uh, personable, you know, like more, I think, uh, was it? Tiffany was her name. Yeah. yeah. I think one of her, I don't want to quote her directly, but it was something along the lines of like, it was more like working with a, a friend than, you know, a, you know, a real estate agent, which, and she said that, you know, it felt like probably how it should be instead of being this real cold business transaction. So I think maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's something that's probably you unique to you. You bring your own you know, personal touch and, uh, you know, go the my extra quirks. mile. <laughs> <laughs> my quirks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I think you go, you know, you're willing to you know, do things that, you know, maybe some other agents uh, don't do. Well, I, I thank you for saying that. And Tiffany and her mom, Marie, were just wonderful clients and very positive, um, very supportive. But they also became my friends. I often I, I often get into trouble in my past brokerage firms because I they felt that I spent too much time with my clients or was too involved with my clients. But the truth of the matter is so often when we're done with a transaction, I have built a relationship with these with my buyers or sellers and they do become my friends. And I feel that I'm luckier for that because they're they're in all different kinds of walks of life and they teach me things too and and we just share different things even though we're in the middle of a transaction they bring something to the table I bring something to the table and we kind of just it's you know real estate as you know Jake it can be very stressful and um you know, you can easily lose it, you know, during a transaction because of the amount of stress and deadlines and time frames. And, you know, having a little fun, having someone that you know you can trust and believe, I think are really key elements to making a really good real estate agent successful. Yeah, definitely. I agree. And from you know, what I've seen when I'm I'm only with you a, sh- a short amount of time, you know, at the photo shoot or when we're doing stuff like this. But, it, it, you know, I've seen it in that little bit of time. So that's well, pretty cool. I love my clients. I can't I, – I really have been very blessed. I have had some great clients come my way. Um, I can honestly say I really haven't had any clients that 
I would never want to see again. It just hasn't been that the case for me. My clients are fun, and we try to have fun in the transaction because it's, you know, sometimes we're together for, you know, two to two months, uh, 30, 60, sometimes 90 days. And, you know, and that really entails daily calls and conversations. And if you don't like the agent or you don't like the buyer or seller, that makes for a very stressful um, communication. So I try to create a fun, winning kind of situation. And I, I spend a lot of my time listening to what my clients are saying and hopefully helping them get through this process. Nice. Now, are you working with mostly buyers, mostly sellers? Are you doing a little bit of both? Is there one you prefer? Or do you like them equally? Or, well, I love I love my young buyers because if you have an agent that is complacent and is, you know, same old, same old, same day, same old, same old. I think you should kick them to the curb because what I love about young buyers, they're like little puppies. They're so excited to to look at the houses. And when I'm with them, I get excited because all of a sudden I see this new house that I hadn't seen before. They're excited because it's maybe going to be their first dream house. Um, and whatever their budget is, it doesn't matter. It's it's an exciting experience. And I love young buyers because their enthusiasm is contagious, as we were talking earlier on the podcast. And, and I love sellers because whether they're seasoned sellers that have had numerous properties or whether they're, you know, the first time they're selling their, their first house, it's, it's a relationship that is supportive of each other and I and I just happen to like my clients I happen to be very blessed and have great clients nice yeah yeah that's fun yeah Yeah. it is and it makes the day go fast and it makes the transaction easier and less stressful yeah yeah is it tough right now with the market being the way it is working with buyers is it that's going to be stressful some days. It has been. And and I my heart goes out to my young buyers because they are there is so much competition right now in 2002 limited inventory, a lot of buyers and then a lot of offers are way over asking. And some young buyers are have only so much money that they can they can put towards a house. And you don't want to go underwater on your first house. But yet the market is, is getting, we're seeing, you know, houses selling for way over asking. And that's frightening and, and very stressful for young buyers because they, they want to buy the house, but they have so much competition. Yeah. Yeah. And it's tough. Yeah, I you bet. Know. I'm glad I'm not in your position. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a few tricks up our sleeve, yeah. and we generally, I have to say, um, I generally get my offers through. There's a couple of things we do that allows a buyer to um, put in a realistic offer, but we offer some other things along with that offer. Nice. Anything that's 
you want to share, or is that all all secret stuff? <laughs> well, it's not all secret, but, and you know, it's in some ways it's known in the industry, but um, it depends on each house and each situation. Sometimes sellers are just looking for someone to do a cash deal, no inspections, no appraisals, mm-hmm. and other times. Um, the seller only wants the best and highest price and they, you know, they're driven by price. So it just depends on which house and what the situation is. And then we implement different things for, for what the house is dictating. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) So, and it makes it a little, you know, it's, it's tough. I feel my heart goes out to my young buyers because it's been such a tough last two years have been a tough market and sellers are loving it because they're often selling their house for 25. Um, last summer I sold, um, one house over 50,000 over asking my boss just, um, last couple of weeks ago told me that a client spent over a hundred thousand over asking and they really wanted the house and they, and they were, um, from out of town and they, put a bid in and it was a hundred thousand over asking. Wow. That's scary. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's scary, but they were going to be in it for a long time and they wanted this area and they wanted the house and that's why. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm going to take this in a little bit different direction because, you know, for those of you listening, you probably listened to episode one, uh, but this is Cynthia's show here. So in the future, you know, you're, I imagine you're going to have a lot of different, people in the industry on and you're, they're going to be able to talk real estate better than me. So, you know, in those episodes, people might not get a glimpse at who you are. So I just wanted to ask you like, what are besides real estate, what do you like to do or what, what, what do you fill your free time with now? Well, as most real estate agents will tell you, they don't have a lot of free time, <laughs> but I am a voracious reader. I also am a known numerologist I have um, studied numbers for a long, long time, and i that's one of my passions. So, you know, some people who are listening today may not know what I'm talking about, but just quickly to tell you that numbers are older than astrology, and it, it Socrates, Plato, and Einstein were all numerologists. And I have studied it because there is a science to numbers. Okay. Yeah. So that's one of my passions. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Any, uh, are you still in the art world at all? Or is that pretty much done now that you sold your business? No, now I'm, I've been painting. So I, um, I used to do a lot of very large paintings for very large hotels. And I got a little tired of it because it's, it can be very intense and um, now, you know, I wake up at 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, and rather than toss and turn, I get up and go down to my studio and paint. Oh, that's pretty so, cool. Yeah, nice. so that's been fun. you got to start posting some of that on your <laughs> your social media. Well, I'm, I haven't done that yet because most of my um, paintings are commissioned. Oh, okay. So they sure, already sure. are sold for by the time I... Um, you know, I start painting and I already have a client that wants, has a specific need okay. and I'm painting something that they want. Nice. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. It's fun. Nice. Um, yeah, I guess that, that kind of, 
That's, I think that's pretty brief. There's probably more, but um, <laughs> what about, you know, I guess just to kind of start wrapping it up, what do you, now that you're here in this new M3 Realty office, you know, do you have any big plans for this future? We're here in, what what is the date today? April 9th. So you're probably listening to this sometime after, um, but what do you have any plans in the in the next coming months? We're getting into spring here. Uh, what what can folks be looking forward to? Well, I'm really looking forward to spring. I don't know about you, Jake, but this some this winter has been tough, and I would like to see a little more sunshine, a little less cold, a little less rain, and some of the rainy snow we've had. But this spring, I'm really excited because I think this is going to be a really interesting market. And now more and more inventory has been starting creeping in. We're seeing a little bit more uh, interest in the new houses that are listed. And we're getting more inventory, so that'll be fun. And then, of course, with spring comes, you know, new opportunities to buy or invest, either for flippers or for young buyers. And the seller's market is still very strong for sellers. So there's going to be strong interest um, from the seller point of view to list their house now that they maybe during the pandemic sat sat and didn't um uh didn't sell their home they were you know unsure what they wanted to do and we talked earlier today about the pandemic and one of the things that the real estate market has been affected by was people really were in their house for 18 months to two years literally just in their four walls and they suddenly realized that their house was kind of tiny and they were looking at you know now they need i'm we're hearing from clients that they need two offices not one they need two offices in the house they need uh, bigger rooms for their kids to play and so they're looking to upsize in in enlarge your premises and i think that's all because of the pandemic yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I go into homes every day, and basically, I I'm not in a home anymore that doesn't have some sort of office <laughs> set up in it. You know, even if it's like a little makeshift thing on a stairway landing or something. <laughs> you know, everyone's got a home office somewhere, and yep. you always got to get a, a shot of that to show that it's possible because it's a big selling point now. Everyone's not everyone, but a lot more people are working from home or they have the ability to work from home if they have the space. And so, yeah, it's, that's a big one that I've, I've seen in the last year, especially. And I think the new builders are starting to consider, you know, having two offices, you know, separate offices in the home, you know, one on one end of the house and the other on the other. Mm-hmm. I've talked to a couple of builders and they're incorporating that in their designs for 2022, 2023. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I believe it. Yeah, it's it changed. It changed a lot. You know, yeah. and probably a lot of subtle things that we, you know, we don't, we won't even realize till years later, like how things, that pandemic changed things for us. But cool. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll, we'll close her out. Um, if people want to get in touch with you, uh, what is the best way? Should they be calling, emailing? I know you, you got the podcast out now and you're ramping up some social media stuff. Should they get in touch with you on Facebook or what's, what's the best way? 
Well, they can get a hold of me on Facebook. They can um, contact me at M3 Realty. Our location is 890 Elm Grove Road in Elm Grove. Um, you can also contact me through my phone or email, which is Cynthia at M3Realty.com. And my website is www.soldbywallersheim.com. And I would love to, if they want, if they're, you know, don't want to pick up the phone, text me. I always respond to texts. Cool. All right. Well, that should do it for today. Hopefully that uh, satisfies people's interest into <laughs> Cynthia. And uh, hopefully you guys tune in to the next episode where Cynthia's going to have uh, another to-be-determined guest on. So. Well, thank you, Jake, for taking the time today and for walking me through this process. It's been fun and um, hopefully a little bit informative. And you made it really easy. And so my my heart thanks you from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah, you betcha. And uh, we'll see you in episode three. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Fine Art of Real Estate. To learn more about our guests, see the show notes. And to learn more about Cynthia, visit her website, soldbywallersheim.com, or visit her profile on LinkedIn. You can also follow her on Instagram, at Cynthia Wallersheim, on Facebook, at Cynthia Wallersheim Realtor, and on Twitter, at Cynthia Wallers 2